0: Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, January 25th, currently 12.04 on the East Coast here to talk about some NBA player props for the Wednesday night schedule in the association and joining me as usual to help me break down the player props and cover some more player news in the NBA. You guys know him as the voice of the NFL Gambling Podcast and, of course, on the college basketball experience every single night. It's Ryan McIntyre. Ryan, what's going on, my man?
1: Oh, nothing much, Moon off, Just another day, another day in paradise, man, and uh, ready to talk some NBA props, uh, yeah and like you said NFL's coming to an end so uh we'll dive even more into these props
0: now. Yeah, 3 games left in the NFL. Um but we'll, sad will we will from- yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a sad time. Uh but well NFL never sleeps. We'll be I'm sure we'll be talking a lot of off-season stuff during the NFL off-season. Um but yeah, NBA man, uh looks like we're getting uh closer and closer obviously to February which is a really big month in my opinion, in the uh, association. when We talk about All-Star Weekend. We talk about uh, the NBA trade deadline coming up as well. But I think more so, Ryan, that this week we're getting some players back healthy uh, for some of these teams. We did see the return of Chris Paul for the Phoenix Suns. They have now quietly won, I think, what, five in a row, is it? Four in a row? Um in his return, hopefully, they get Devin Booker back here fairly soon. Uh, do the uh, Phoenix Suns, but we also saw Giannis return earlier this week against the Detroit Pistons, just absolutely dominated that game from start to finish. But I think more importantly, for a team that really needs some reinforcements, because this guy looks like he's on his last legs right now, we just talked about it offline. LeBron, who is literally carrying this team right now. Um, I know you mentioned offline that he scored 46 last night in the game against the Clippers, and they still lost that game by 20 points. So that kind of tells you how bad the roster has been. But good news for the Lakers and for a Lakers fan that do get Anthony Davis back either tonight against San Antonio or Friday when they start their road trip. I believe it's in Boston. but uh, And they also traded for Rui uh, did the Lakers. So looks like some reinforcements coming back for the Lakers here, Ryan.
1: Yes, Sam, much needed, like you said. They uh, I, LeBron's putting up monster numbers, but the team's not winning enough, so good to get Davis back and others. So give LeBron a little bit, uh, bring his usage rate down because he is not uh, 29 anymore. He's, uh, he, he's, he's getting up there in age now.
0: Yeah, 38 years oh, old. Now. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, is he 39 or 38? So he's 38?
0: Yeah, he just turned 38 in yeah. Um, December. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, look, he's, it's crazy to think older. that. Yeah, I mean, as bad as the Lakers have been this season, if you just looked at the standings here, Ryan, they are only four games out of that number four seed oh, in the Western Conference. Like, the for the top two teams in the West have kind of separated themselves, at least, where they have, like, a at least uh, the Denver Nuggets have a six-game lead over the third-place team, which is Sacramento Kings, and Memphis right now has a two-and-a-half-game lead. Um over sacramento uh in that second spot but from three you go all the way down to three that was at 11 12 13th yeah so from three to 13th place or 33 to 13th seed in the western conference i should say are separated by six games so there's been a lot of parity uh in the western conference this season but yeah i think the, the there's gonna be uh obviously for the lakers it's great news you get your second best player back or your your co superstar, however you want to think uh, or however you want to say it. Also they traded for Rui Achimura Uh I know you're familiar with him covering college basketball out of Gonzaga. Oh, Seemed yeah. like it wasn't working for them in Washington or for him in Washington. Now he gets to come over to a team in the Lakers where it can definitely utilize his help.
1: Yeah, no, I like Rui. He's a he's he's good at the four. Uh if you really want to play small, he could play the five as well. Um you mentioned it, man. Things just weren't working out in D.C. That kind of seems like that happens a lot with uh, the Wizards. But yeah. uh, I think maybe getting a change of scenery, getting around some vets, I think they can elevate his play, and it, it can really help him out.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, this is I think this is a good pickup, a great pickup for the Lakers because, you know, sometimes we talk about Anthony Davis wants to play the four. Like you mentioned, you could put Rui at the five. But he also, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good scorer, right? He can knock down the jump shot. He can knock down some three-point shots for you as well. And when you talk about the starting lineup that the Lakers trotted out last night, and I'm I'm fully expecting that Rui Hachimura is going to be in that starting lineup for the Lakers, you take a look at the starting lineup last night outside of LeBron, it was Troy Brown Jr., Thomas Bryant, Patrick Beverly, and Dennis Schroeder. Okay, now now you take out obviously t- Tony uh, Bryant will not, oh, sorry, Tony Brown will not be starting anymore. Uh, probably not t- uh, Thomas Bryant either. So you insert Rui Hachimura. You entered Anthony Davis, probably I think Schroeder will probably still be the starter there at that starting point guard position. I think they uh, think it's better for him to come off the bench um, for the Lakers. But again, that's significant upgrades uh, when you talk about for the Lakers. So I think that it's it's a rookie promising right now for the Lakers. Um, Again, like I mentioned, only being four spots out of the Western Conference. So uh, that trade went down, I believe it was yesterday on Tuesday. For the LA Lakers, they traded away Kendrick Nunn and I believe multiple second-round picks to bring Rui Yachimura over to the Lakers.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned it like... When you have LeBron, he's, he's a I guess, by default, he's a forward, but he's the point forward. and sure. yeah. And you want to get guys around him that can make shots and spread out the defense so that he has even more room to operate or get the ball to Anthony Davis in ISO situations where he can operate. And Rui's a guy that can make shots as well as you can ISO him against these bigger guys and it can present a mismatch down the road.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. I'm trying to see um, remaining schedule where the Lakers kind of line up. Um, Let's see here. When do they play like Denver or somebody
1: with a pretty good big? I'd like to see how they met, how they try and counter like Jokic or somebody.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, right? Yeah. Right now they have an average uh, schedule uh, remaining tough schedule right about league average. At number 14, but like I mentioned for the Lakers, they start that uh, West, oh, sorry, East Coast road trip here on Friday. Um, so they go to, let's see here. So they had Clippers last night at home. So they have San Antonio tonight, and then they go to Boston on Saturday. Then they go to Brooklyn, to New York, to Indiana, and then they, in their road trip uh, in uh, New Orleans with Anthony Davis making his return. Uh, to his former team against the Pelicans. And then they have OKC, and then they have a tough schedule against Milwaukee and then Golden State. So, again, I think this is a great time for them to, you know, number one, get Anthony Davis back and Rui Yachimura just looking at their schedule. So, um, definitely, I'm sure LeBron's excited about getting those guys on the court and really taking some of the pressure off of what he's been just absolutely just tearing it up over the last, what month or so uh since anthony davis left
1: yeah and he's just had to do that just to keep them in the hunt it's yep. it's not what lebron needs to be doing at this stage in his career he needs to be more efficient and less uh miles on the tires so that he's there for the stretch run because they're gonna have to i think i think they're gonna get in the playoffs i think yeah. i don't think they're gonna miss the playoffs again i think they're good enough, unless they get injured mm-hmm. but they're gonna have to beat some quality teams and it for them to advance it, they are going to be upset. So you got to have a healthy and ready to go LeBron James.
0: Yeah. We'll talk about this uh, in February as well. Some, you know, trade uh, candidates or what some of these yeah. teams need to make that playoff push. And again, Russell Westbrook uh, rumors are heating up a little bit. And I think that the latest one I saw that maybe the Spurs want to, you know, trade for him in and get some shooters like Doug McBuckets and uh, Josh Richardson over to the Lakers that are not a very good three point shooting team. We talked about that a lot. Uh, this season, and not only on the propcast here, but also on the NBA gambling podcast, where they can use some user uh, sort of shooters around uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, also, um, for the New Orleans Pelicans here tonight, uh, Ryan, they do get finally Brandon Ingram back after missing about I think it's close to two months with a toe injury. Uh, Zion is still going to be out for another two weeks for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, but. CJ has done as much as he could, and I, you and I both have backed him on the on the propcast for the past couple of weeks. But they've now lost five games in a row, uh, and I think this is again another team that can use get uh, or use uh, getting back one of their top players like Brandon Ingram. It might take a little bit for him to get the rust off, but just getting him back on the floor um, because we know what this guy can do both offensively and defensively for this Pelicans team.
1: Yeah and I I think we both agree that I think New Orleans is the dark horse in the Western Conference. We yeah. they showed uh they kind of teased this last year mm-hmm. where they got off to that what 2 and 17 start then they made the trade for McCollum, Zion obviously didn't play. They have Zion this year. I think this is a team that can make some noise come uh, May and the pl- or April, May in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean uh we were really high on this team coming into the season. Um but you know, injuries were always a concern when you have Zion, I think, who only played 85 games in his first three seasons, um, missed, I think, today was the two-week mark from that hamstring injury. They came out yesterday and said that he's going to miss another two weeks. Um, But again, like I said, you get Brandon Ingram back, and there's a lot of depth on this team as well. It's just they've been struggling to score in the basketball, right? And I think a lot of that pressure did fall on CJ McCollum. But when you rely on your top three guys like Zion, CJ, and... um, uh Brandon Ingram to score the points for you when two of those three guys are missing, it, it, it's it's going to take a toll, and it has for this Pelicans team where they've now lost five games in a row. But they get Bi back; they're uh, at home tonight against Minnesota, so we'll see what Brandon Ingram's in, uh, Brandon Ingram ends up doing, and, and if he's rusty or not uh, coming off of that toe injury. Um, there's one more player that I wanted to mention. I forgot who made their return as well. Um. I sorry, uh, Giannis came back on uh, on Monday, was it, against Detroit. Him and Chris Middleton both came back for the Milwaukee Bucks. They just went out there and scored 150 points on the Detroit <laughs> Pistons. The,
1: they're back. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they're back. And, and again, Drew Holiday was the guy that was really carrying that team yeah. as well in the absence of Chris Middleton and... Um, Giannis, so you get your guy back. Giannis is back now. I think they have a game, big game tonight here against uh, the Denver Nuggets. I'm hoping, I'm hoping the Joker plays here tonight because I, I want to see these two guys going back, uh, back and forth against each other.
1: Yeah, two uh, two fantastic guys, uh, our MVPs. So, uh, Giannis and the Joker, it, it's gonna, if they get to pair up, man, I mean, talk about an NBA Finals that would be fun to watch if we could get Denver and uh, Milwaukee with those two matching up.
0: Yeah, like I mentioned, Denver right now sitting as a number one seed in the uh Western Conference. Uh Milwaukee as a number two seed right now, uh behind the um Boston Celtics, who are sitting at 35. And sorry, they're the number three seed are the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh just half a game behind the two seed Philadelphia. And again, the number one seed uh right now in the Western sorry, Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics. Um some more, I think, player news or injury news. Kevin Durant, I think that he's going to start uh, doing some on-court activities, running things like that, but I think they're just going to reevaluate him in another two weeks uh, before they get him back. A big game tonight for the Brooklyn Nets uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers as well. Uh, other than that, uh, anything else as far as player news or anything like that that's kind of stuck out to you, Ryan?
1: No, not really. Uh, I know Tatum's been in and out for Boston as well. Yeah. Uh, they've dropped two games, but they'll be fine. It's. Uh, I think we're starting to see some separation slowly in the East. Those top four teams, Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn. The four teams that we expect, I guess Miami's fringe in there as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we're starting to see some separation in the East. And then in the West, total crapshoot. I mean, uh, it really is. Denver and, and Memphis obviously have taken it to a different level, but you got teams that have superstars and playoff pedigrees or players that have had uh, playoff pedigrees with the Clippers, with Kawhi, who's had success, and then a franchise like the Warriors, who is a a champion, we all know, with what they've done, and then the Lakers as well. And you can throw Phoenix in there with Chris Paul. Yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting to see who can make a little bit of a push here uh, over the next two months. And then Dallas, too. Dallas made that push last year, so we'll see if they can do it again.
0: Yeah, hopefully Phoenix is able to get Devin Booker back here sooner rather than later. They did get Chris Paul back, like we mentioned. Uh, They've now won four games in a row. Um, Also, uh, one more uh, news that came out this morning. Bobby Portis is going to miss some time with a sprained MCL um, in his right knee. Don't know what the timetable is going to be for him, but again, I think that's a key loss for the bench, at least for the Milwaukee Bucks. But again, like we mentioned, the big three are back for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Uh, all right, so that's some some yeah busy news this week. Early in the week, especially for some of these guys that are going to be uh, coming back for some of these teams. So yeah, definitely um, now it's time to tune into the uh, to the NBA if you haven't already, but. Uh, Before we get into our player props here tonight, Ryan, let me tell our listeners about our presenting sponsor, and that's going to be WinBet. And WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Conference championship goes down this weekend. And great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now over at WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, get 100. Limited state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the weekend, I'll get uh, Ryan's thought on his if he got that $1,000 free credit because he hit a big parlay this past weekend for the NFL playoffs. There's a lot to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in the state where playthrough through winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ryan, did you get that $1,000 free credit? I saw you hit a big parlay uh, this past weekend betting all the unders uh, in did. the NFL playoffs.
1: I did. And shout out to WinBet, especially for the reduced juice at minus one oh eight. So that's why you uh, bet at Winbet. They're they're the absolute best. And yeah, no, I, I everybody's talking about how the overs were hitting five and one. I say, you know what, this is I'm gonna I'm gonna zig while they zag. So yeah. uh uh, I hammered all the unders and came through for me. Uh, bet one hundred, get one hundred, as they say.
0: There we go. Um, yeah, I had a feeling too that a lot of these games were going, or most, if not all, forward games were going to go under this weekend. After what we saw in the uh, wild card weekend round uh, in the NFL, I think the overs were five and one. So, um, yeah, great hit for you. Great, um, uh, great uh, odds, and like I mentioned, payouts corner right now over at WinBet. So go ahead and check them out if you haven't already. All right, Ryan, let's get into our player props here for tonight, man. I want you to lead us off with your first player prop. What do you got for tonight?
1: So I'm going to go to a guy that's actually been struggling a little bit as of late. Um, he's only averaging 16 points a game in his last five games, but I mean, he's a. He's one of the best scorers in the NBA over the last couple of years. And I'm going to go Bradley Beal because he's playing your Houston Rockets. And what he's done over his career against the Rockets, averaging 25 points a game. But even more importantly, you just look at the last, what, seven games, 27, 37, 33, 46, 28, 32, 27. Uh, His over-under sitting at 23 and a half. I'll hammer the over here for uh, Bradley Beal in a get-right spot, I guess.
0: Yeah, I like it. Um, uh, More so that they're missing now. Christoph Porzingis is probably their leading score, second leading score with Kyle Kuzma. um, Or sorry, with KP being sidelined. So if somebody else has to pick up the scoring load, right, it's going to have to be a guy like Bradley Beal with the um, amount of money that the uh, Washington Wizards are, play- are paying him uh, yeah. to be in this organization <laughs> and be that guy for them. So... I mean you mentioned he he's 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 struggling a little bit over his last five games, but I think tonight is an opportunity where like you mentioned the history that he just has against the Houston Rockets, he should have an easy time scoring against Rock against the Rockets. And again, Rockets have been one of the worst defenses across most defensive categories. It's just not very pretty right now for the Rockets, so uh, definitely got to fade their defense for sure. And just, again, like you mentioned, the history that Bradley Beal has against the Rockets, uh, I I can't talk you off of it. Um, I also have a player prop in this game. It's also on the Wizards' side. I'm going to say Kyle Kuzma, over three-and-a-half three-point shots made here tonight, and most of the books right now are at two-and-a-half, which is around minus 175. But I bought this up to uh, three-and-a-half, and, again, you just look at number one. We just talked about how bad this Rockets' defense is. Uh, over the course of the season, they're also not very good at defending the three point line right now on the season. They're dead last an opponent makes per game where they allow about 14.4 round that up to oh, we'll go to 15 per game where they're allowing um, also opponent attempts per game. They're also allowing the most attempts right around 39 per game, and they're allowing their opponents to shoot right around 36.7%, which is well below league average here, Ryan, which is at around 36.7. And then you take a look at what Kyle Kuzma is doing, shooting the basketball, uh, not only overall in the season, but really in particular over the last five games. And for me, it's really a volume play here, Ryan, because I know the percentage isn't there for him right now, where he's shooting about 34.5 over his last five games. And on the season, he's around 34%. But if you just take a look, Uh, Last five games, he's gotten up at least 10 attempts per game. And he's averaging 11 in the last five games. But he's also knocked down uh, four or more in four of the last five games. He didn't do it last night against the Dallas Mavericks. But again, like I mentioned, he's still got up 10 attempts in that game. And now you are going up against the worst three-point defending team. I think he should have some success here tonight. So at three and a half, you'll probably get some good either even money or plus odds for Kyle Kuzma here tonight. So I think both we're expecting Kyle Kuzma and Bradley Beals to have big nights here tonight for the Wizards against the Rockets here, Ryan.
1: Yes, and it's kind of the same handicap as well with Beal is with Rui going out, another guy that uh, you can add shots to with more volume for Kuzma and Beal. And you mentioned it. we've It's been a theme. There's been certain teams that we've faded on the defensive end. Houston Rockets, uh, they're right at the top of our list of teams to fade, especially defending the three.
0: Yeah, 100%. All right, take us to player prop number two. What do you got?
1: So I'm gonna to go to another guy that's really been struggling shooting the basketball, but the volume's always there. I'm gonna to go to uh OKC and I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Hawks point guard Trey Young over two and a half threes. He's over for his last nine, one for his last seventeen and over the last four games. He's too good a shooter. The volume's there, and he's had success against uh the Thunder over the years, making threes. Uh if you exclude the last game, he was four for twelve, one game five for nine, three for nine, four for nine. So I like over two and a half and a bounce back for Trey Young. I think also a lot of possessions in this game with two teams that want to play fast.
0: Yeah, I I, I like this play. Um, despite him, I think your 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 strategy tonight was uh, in buy situations. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be a game where we do see a lot of points, right? And Oklahoma City Thunder have been one of those teams not only that. Uh, are involved in games that are high scoring, but also like you mentioned, they play at a very high pace as well. Um I mean we know the volume is it's gonna be there for Trey, right? It's really him and DeJounte Murray that are pretty much the offense uh sorry excuse me for this Atlanta Hawks team. You know, you have your shooters with Bogdanovich and, and DeAndre Hunter that can, you know, tee chips in about 14, 15 uh points per night for this Atlanta Hawks team, but it's really been Trey Young and the DeJounte Murray show. And again, he's not having a lot of success right now from three-point uh, land this season, at least. Uh, but we know the volume is going to be there for him. He's averaging about 4.6 attempts over his last uh, five games and more. So uh, I think this is a good buy-low opportunity for him to knock down some three-point shots here. So I think we'll see a high-scoring game here. I think the three-point shots should be flying uh, here tonight for the Atlanta Hawks, but hopefully more in particular for Trey Young.
1: And uh, another reason for me wanting to play this play is my brothers. I'm in a group chat with them, and they've yep. been on the over for Trey Young the last two games. And their quote was, "I'm never taking this fucking guy again." So I was like, yeah, "This is what I'm going to take in the next game." <laughs> so when they listen <laughs> to this show and he hits tonight, they're going to be even more pissed.
0: <laughs> oh, that's going to be funny to see. that. And now he's just going to go out tonight and knock down like five three point shots here. <laughs> against, he's, the, yeah, um, he's, he's. I
1: mean, he's too good a player to just keep missing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean again we yeah. we've we've seen it where these players just kind of go through their shooting slumps throughout the season and it happens. I mean unless you Even yeah, even Giannis and even Steph Curry goes through it too, right? But um yeah, I think hopefully he be able to bo- uh sorry bounce back here tonight, especially when it's at plus one thirty five, what I'm seeing for Trey Young to knock down three. Yeah. Um all right, uh let me go over to the game between let's go. Mm, I'll save that for my best, but let's go over to the Kings and the Raptors game here tonight. Um, I'm going to take DeMontis Sabonis over 13 and a half rebounds uh, against the Toronto Raptors here tonight. And this is a big number, right? But rightfully so. I mean, Sabonis has just been a rebounding machine throughout his career, but he's really had a lot of success against the Raptors. Uh, he's actually gone over this projection in four out of the last five career games against the Toronto Raptors. And in that span against the Raptors, he's averaging 15.2 rebounds per contest. Uh, he's also gone over this projection in three out of the last five games So during the regular season has the bonus. Where he's averaging about 13.2 rebounds uh, over those last five games. But also on the season, the Raptors are allowing opposing centers to grab 15 rebounds per game. And I expect another dominant performance here from, uh, from Sabonis here tonight. This one's at plus 20 as well, around plus 115. Um, but again, uh, the lack of size, again, inside for the Raptors where they really haven't done anything to address it. I know they've tried to put in a couple guys in there this season, but it just hasn't worked out for them. Uh, and they're still giving the rebounds to big opposing big men. And I think this should be another big game for Sabonis here tonight. So I'm going to take the over 13 and a half rebounds at plus 115 against the Toronto Raptors here tonight, Ryan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yes, um, I, I like it because you mentioned it. They've struggled on the glass, and you look at Sabonis. I mean, the last five games, 13.2, he, I mean, he had a game where he had 18 rebounds, uh, including five on the offensive glass. He, he's he been rebounding the ball really well for the Sacramento Kings, and, and I forgot to throw in the Kings with uh, the Western Conference, and that wouldn't be right because they are sitting in the three seed. It's one of the yeah. better stories in the NBA right now. Would love to see playoff basketball back at Sacramento because once upon a time that. That atmosphere was top notch,
0: it was probably the best at that time when they were making the playoffs with Mike Bibby, Chris Weber, Divock, and those guys, right? And it's been a very, very long time <laughs> since the Kings. Yep. I think it's the longest drought, I want to say, in the association. Um, but you're right, man, that when you kind of go back and watch some of the, those playoff highlights, you know, back from the 2000s where they were making the playoffs and getting to the Western Conference finals and things like that. That atmosphere was absolutely amazing. So hopefully injuries don't derail them. I mean, they're having a great season right now, sitting at 27 and 19. Mike Brown has done an absolutely fantastic job with his team. Would love to see the Sacramento Kings back in the playoffs, shrine.
1: Yes, we're, we're seeing eye to eye on that one, man. Yep.
0: All right. Take us to player prop number three. What do you got?
1: All right, so I have one that I really love, and I'm going to keep that for the best bet. So okay. for my other one, I'm going to go back to my guy, Giannis. Uh, he's back. He's got his horses around him back. So I'm going to go over 35 and half points and assists because it's the first home game that they're all healthy, uh, national TV spotlight kind of game against um, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, obviously, both teams in the top of uh, their respective conferences, maybe an NBA Finals preview. So I think Giannis shows out tonight. Over 35.5 points and assists because I think he can get some uh, more assists than he's been getting because he's got his guys back to make shots.
0: Yeah, I wish this was the first leg of the games on national TV here tonight. I understand why Brooklyn and Philly are on there, but uh, yeah, oh, I misread J-
1: it. I thought they were the national TV spot. I like wish.
0: It. Yeah, no, it's so it's Brooklyn yeah. and Philly, and then it's Memphis and Golden uh, State in the second night of the game. But yeah, you're right. I I think that I would rather watch Joker if he does go tonight, going up against Giannis, but. Like, you don't have to convince me on Giannis props. I know – I think there was a couple weeks ago, I think you had taken him with a PRA over, and he ended up only with seven points, but he still filled up the stat sheet where he had 18 rebounds and 10 assists.
1: (laughs) But – He's a bad man.
0: Yeah. um, It's Giannis, man. I mean, there's nothing really else for us us to say where he's really the focal point of the offense. He has his guys back. He can – Get the assists. He can get the rebounds. His first game back um, against the Detroit Pistons where he only played 27 minutes. He had 29 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists. Um, And again, before he left with an injury against the Atlanta Hawks, he had 18 rebounds and 10 assists in that game. Go back and be a little further against the Toronto Raptors back on January 4th. He dropped a triple-double of 21 uh, rebounds and 10 assists in that game, also along with 30 points, obviously, but... Yeah, this guy just fills up the stat sheet. And now, you know, with him getting his guys back, you'll see him. If he needs to score, he can score. If he needs to dish the basketball, find the shooters, he can do that. And obviously, the rebounding is always there for uh, for Giannis as well. Uh, always there, Ryan. No doubt. Uh, all right. So let me go over to player prop number three. I am also going to go to another l- uh, late game here again. Um Going to go over to that Jazz and the Portland Blazers game. Uh, I'm going to take Anthony Simons over three-and-a-half three-point shots made here tonight. And number one, you take a look at what Anthony Simons has done against the Utah Jazz so far this season in two games. This is going to be a third matchup already between these two squads. In the first two games this season, he dropped 23 points back on November 19th and 45 points on December 3rd. Obviously, that December 3rd game was without Damian Lillard in the lineup, but more importantly, he's gone 11 of 25 from three-point line against the uh, Utah Jazz in those two games where he's knocked down four or more three-point shots. And he's been consistent knocking the three, uh, the three-point shot down. I mean, if you... Look at his numbers on the season, where he's averaging close to 22 points per game. He's shooting the three-point shot at 37.7 points, uh, sorry, 37.7%. Um, and over his last five games, he's stayed consistent at 37.8. Last two games, he's knocked down four or more three-point shots uh, against the opponent. He went four of seven against the Spurs, seven of 13 against the Lakers. And right how we talked about the Rockets are not a very good uh, team defending the three-point line. Utah is right down there as well. they're allowing opponents to make 14 per game over their last five games. They're giving up a uh, 40 attempts no sorry they're allowing four, uh, 34.2 attempts but their their opponent percentage that they're giving up is close to 41 percent which is right around number 23 in the entire league. So they're well below league average as far as defending the the three-point line. I think Simon should have some more success against the uh, against the jazz. Like he has all season. So I'm going to take over three and a half, three point shots made for Simons at plus one Oh
1: five. You mentioned it. uh, They struggle. One of the teams that we like to fade, especially guarding the three point line. So just another narrative that we'll continue to back here.
0: Yep. hundred percent. All right, so that is three player props each. Let's get into our best bets for the Wednesday night action in the association for our player props. Ryan, what is your best bet for tonight?
1: Uh, I'm going to the final game of the night, the other uh, national TV spotlight game, and I am backing the point guard of the Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant. Over 36.5 points and assists combined. I think he puts on a show tonight. Um, plus 130, double-double uh, as well. Because I think this is a bad matchup for the Warriors because of their age. and It's just the young legs of Ja. We saw it in the playoffs last year in the three games he played against them where he averaged in that three-game series that he, he obviously was out in game four. 38 points six rebounds, eight assists. Then they got together on Christmas night this year and he put up another show where he went for 36, seven and eight. These two teams are at the top of the league in pace. Expect a lot of possessions and Jada Jada, I think has had this one circled on the calendar as well. And, uh, cause obviously his season ended against them and then they got upset by them on Christmas night. So I will take John Morant. And honestly, I kind of like a little sprinkle on 12 to one for a triple double.
0: Mm. Spicy. Well, we really don't compare notes before the season starts, but – or sorry, the episode starts. We got a double best bet here, Ryan. I'm going yeah, to go, take his points. I, I got his yeah. points over 28 and a half. And again, for everything that you just mentioned there, right, uh, for yeah. what he's been able to do against this team uh, throughout his career. And like you mentioned, I think it's really the motivation factor. He didn't play in his last game uh, for the Grizzlies, where they got blown out. Was it? I think it was against the Kings. Uh, he sat that game out, I think, in anticipation of what we are, or what this team wants to do tonight against this Warriors team. Go back to the playoffs last year, like you mentioned, the numbers. I'm not going to repeat it. Where you know he was scoring at will earlier this season. He had a great game on Christmas Day, where I think they also took an L in that game as well against yep. the uh, Warriors. So. Um, They have revenge on their mind. Morant should be well-rested uh, to go up against this Warriors team. And I think that he's going to go out and put up another 30-plus points here tonight. You mentioned it. He should also be able to get the assist uh, in this game as well. Sprinkle on that triple-double because we did not touch on another injury for this Grizzlies team that Steven Adams is going to be missing about three to five weeks. So there's going to be more opportunities for rebounds for guys like John Morant brandon clark xavier tillman you throw those names in there um so expect a big effort tonight from john Morant. so best bet for me as well i'm taking Morant over 28 and a half if you want to buy this up to 29 and a half get some better odds i think that he should be able to get 30 plus here tonight ryan's tagging on the assist here tonight at what you said 36 and a half ryan
1: yeah, I just, I just see a lot of possessions as well. It's. I think this could be an entertaining game. It always is with these two. Yeah. We saw that playoff series. If Morant stays healthy, man, I think they might have won that series, and maybe they would have won the NBA
0: Finals. Possibly, yeah. And again, both yeah. these teams are top four in pace this season. Uh, Golden State number one, Memphis number four. So expect a lot of back and forth going on in this game. Um, more highlight dunks from John Morant. Uh, so hopefully he's, he has a big night here tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies.
1: What do you think Steph Curry's thinking? He's like, man, I gotta, I gotta deal with this young buck that just wants to go 100 miles an hour every time at me. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll save my energy for May.
0: <laughs> yeah, Steph Curry. I, look, Steph Curry's still gonna get his right, but it, uh, yeah. when well, you gotta reg- guard Morant too, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you want me to guard him too? I don't know if that's gonna happen, but nah, um, not, in the, not in the regular season. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And I, guess, I don't think Curry's has. He hasn't played in the two games. Uh, this season against the the Memphis Grizzlies uh, during the regular season here. So um, I expect that he's had a lot of success, too. If you look at his game log against the uh, Grizzlies, he's at 46, 36, 46, 27. That game last season, right around this time, um, he had a triple-double against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, 27, 10, and 10. So I would love to see Steph Curry and John Moran go back and forth here, my man, tonight.
1: Hey, maybe uh maybe some same game parlays with uh Ja and Steph both on the overs to put on a show on national TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I like that. A,
0: yeah, it's going to be a great night of basketball here for sure. We got some great matchups here tonight. Uh we talked about the Nets Sixers uh hopefully Joker plays again against the Bucks here tonight. Um Nuggets Bucks, I think like we mentioned Grizzlies and the uh Warriors here tonight. So it's going to be a fun night of basketball for sure. No doubt, man. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the prop cast. We'll be back on Friday for some more player props, Ryan, Anything else you want to get off for chest before we get out of here, my man?
1: No, uh, check us out later in the week on the NFL gambling podcast. J Mark and I, maybe I'll give out some more unders this weekend. So I don't know yet. I got to, I got to <laughs> look at the matchups and how Philly and San Fran matchup versus Kansas city and uh, Cincinnati, obviously a lot of familiarity in that Kansas city and uh, Cincinnati matchup with my home to status as well. And then every night college basketball experience at midnight. So, uh, we're temporarily banned on YouTube, but they're fixing that issue, I think, and we'll we'll be live again. Who's, who knows what happens? It's picked on D, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: we'll have to have an online conversation about that because I logged yeah. in. I saw that they were – or you guys were banned from YouTube, but yeah. uh, hopefully we can get that fixed sooner it, rather than – It's
1: because we were giving out too many winners, man. I mean, we gave out Chicago State on the money line the other night. who was 4 and then, uh, you know, I like to personally take uh, – Credit for ending the Georgetown Hoyas and Patrick Ewing's Big East losing
0: streak. (laughs) Right. I was watching that game last night, and (laughs) Georgetown was doing everything they could to give that game away last night. Everything they could. But lo and behold, they hung on. Knocked some free throws down at the end. But uh, I had the second half over in that game, so I needed all those free throws and all the stupid fouls that Georgetown was committing (laughs) last night. But, hey, congrats to Georgetown for finally breaking uh, breaking the streak of not beating a Big East opponent. six hundred and twenty plus days was it
1: yeah they had lost it was going to be 30 in a row if they had lost uh and then if you lose it to paul at home i mean that's that's it yeah. i think you'll see big pat on an nba bench again here soon yeah he's I obviously so. getting fired at georgetown so it's gonna i mean he was a good assistant coach in the nba so yeah we'll see where
0: he lands yeah i mean again it's just because of the name patrick doing at georgetown that he's yeah. had this job for so long i mean that's just it is what it is yeah. so uh yeah. yeah like you mentioned probably back in the nba fairly here soon Yep. All right, make sure to follow Ryan on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. We'll be back throughout the week for the propcast for both the NFL and the NBA. So if you haven't already, subscribe to the propcast feed there on your podcast player or wherever you listen to these uh, episodes, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple, whether it's Google, wherever the case might be. All right, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.